Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, the one who knows just about everything there is to know, including all about monarchs, mm-hmm. Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. I hear there is some news that just broke a short while ago. There is news that you have to share with everyone. Of course, it is with great uh, somber tone. If you don't hear it in our voice, a somber tone that we tell you that <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, 96, dead. Yeah. Sad. No longer here. Gone. I, she's a human being and we're against death. Yes. All right. But hey, good job making it to 96. I mean, can we just say congrats yeah. for that? And also good job doing it. Uh right before the podcast so we could be one of the only podcasts that uh actually get to mention it today yeah there we go so two positive okay not like pot you get the thing you yeah. know you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you know what i'm trying to say so we got a little article here about queen elizabeth and um <laughs> that's not the uh that's not the one uh, let's see britain's queen elizabeth said there we go second to whatever dies at 96 ending a historic 70 year reign During her reign, the Queen saw 15 British Prime Ministers serve under her, beginning with Winston Churchill, and met 13 of the last 14 U.S. presidents from Harry S. Truman through to Joe Biden, as well as countless heads of state across the world. Did she meet Trump? She did. The only one she didn't meet was uh, Lyndon Johnson. Okay. I saw. And she was mad at him for having JFK killed. So that's, that's the only thing that I'm guessing right there. Joke. It was a joke for everyone, but, but Hey, we don't have to say anything super positive or I don't have any opinions on the matter. I'm against death. Um, I don't know a lot about her or her reign, which to me points towards it being a good thing. You know, if you don't, if you don't know anything, yep. it's like kind of a president that you don't know anything about. That probably means they were probably a pretty good president. I'm not really you know? fans of Kings and Queens and like having ro- royalty because I believe all people are created equal, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, to think that someone has royal blood—it's kind of a weird thing. It's right? kind of weird. I mean, it's it's, 20, it's twenty twenty-two. Yes, you know, and I mean, I guess they served their purpose um, at a time in history, and I, I don't—I'm not—I don't think she was a bad person. Doesn't seem like she was, at least in Can, the eyes of the media, and uh, how she was portrayed. I think I, I watched a documentary on her. Um, and she was a pretty big humanitarian when she was a print princess, I think. Yeah. She, she did travel around to Africa and, and other places and, and helped out from what I could tell. That's the story they told me. So I literally know um, nothing about her yeah, at all. Not a fan of monarchs. Not yeah. A fan I think of monarchies. It, I think now's a good time and, to just go ahead and end the whole thing. Yeah. You know, let's just, let's just call it quits for the whole monarch idea. Yeah. Because, yeah, does anyone in the live group, can you tell me, what do they do here? What exactly would you say they do here and um, in the UK? We're not in the UK right now, but you could, if, if anyone give me just like a one-liner. I mean, their power slowly basically died over yeah. the, the decades. So it's just weird. So you just have this family that, like, everyone, I guess, just pays money to, and they just get to live, like, in a palace. Oh, it's a pretty sweet gig. I mean, they're billionaires. You know, if it's, that's your family. They're they're billionaires. So I don't know exactly what the deal is. But if anyone has anything that they 
what they uh, what they actually do. I don't know what it is. So anyway, there's that news. And it's you know, for those that listen in Great Britain, we do have people that listen out there. It's a sad That's true. I'm sure it's a sad day for all of them. Just because we as Americans don't understand it doesn't mean that it's that we're trying to belittle it in any sense. Still a human being. Still a human being. And we're against death. And for us, I feel as if basically any other human being um, had died. Like, okay, yeah. Betty White. Okay, no, I probably care more about Betty White. Well, John McCain. Um, John McCain. I have more negative feelings about that. But I'm just still, saying I have I, no feelings. Look, I, I disagree with John McCain on a lot of things, and but he was still a human being, and when he died, it was sad for that purpose. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of defense contractors that were very sad that day. Yeah, a lot of them. Mm, All right, that's true. And it's still, we're taking a turn to negative town. Anyhow, oh, we're supposed to be positive today? No, oh, no, okay. sorry. I just... But we are talking about the UK still, so we're just going to stay on this because they did release some plans. And I thought, first off, Charlie, the article headline here was just was just great, talking about the price of war No, when it comes to our to the energy crisis over there in the EU. Now, this is going to lay out some details. We also have an article from the New York Times that is completely ridiculous and could have been in Dumb Bleep of the Week, but we've got a full slate for tomorrow already, as well as an interview uh, for, for tomorrow. So it's going to be a busy day for sure. So let's get some of the details. We know that the EU, we know that UK, we know that they're in an energy crisis right now. What are they doing to solve it, Charlie? Well, this from CNN. The United Kingdom on Thursday confirmed plans to subsidize energy bills for households and businesses joining other European governments in a costly race to protect their economies from freezing up this winter as Russia cuts off supplies of gas. The UK plan could cost as much as 150 billion pounds, which is $172 billion, analysts said. Add that to recent similar announcements by Germany, Austria, and other EU governments, and the region's bill is already more than 500 billion euros which is now the same as $500 billion. It's quite a bit. Yes. By the it's way, the cost of this plan, before we, before we move on, the cost of that $150 billion, we hear that, we're like, eh, who cares? That's yeah. like hardly anything. Um, that number, there's about 6% of their GDP that they're going to be spending on this, and it's going to be more than that once they start paying to subsidize whatever the price is above this amount. It's going to be more than what they're projecting. Because the price is going to go up. <laughs> There's no reason yeah. for it to not go up. Starting in October, the typical UK household will pay no more than £2,500 for their energy for the next two years. The government will also support businesses, charities, and public sector organizations for with their energy costs for the next six months and possibly longer, meaning definitely longer. Mm -hmm. Quote, the price of inaction would have been far greater than the cost of this intervention. Finance Minister Kwasi Kwanteng said in a statement, <laughs> he is due to reveal the cost later this month. UK Prime Minister Liz Truss rolled out uh, imposing a new, quote, windfall tax on the bumper profits of energy companies to pay for the measures. <laughs> what a conservative Liz Truss is. Kwanteng, I'm still laughing about that. Yeah. Kwarteng. Quantang, quasi quarantine. All right, yeah. sorry. Instead, listen to that's how conservative she is. A windfall tax on the bumper profit. She says that she ruled out imposing oh, I'm sorry. a windfall tax. I read that completely wrong. Yeah. Man, thanks for the correction. Mm -hmm. See, at Good Morning Liberty, we correct ourselves. Yeah. 
And if you want to hear all about that, listen to yesterday's episode. We go into great detail about all of our corrections. So the UK Prime Minister Liz Truss ruled out imposing this windfall tax on the bumper profits, whatever bumper profits are. So, it's whatever amount you decide yeah. is too much. Instead, her government will likely have to increase government borrowing so to, to subsidize bills. Both are bad ideas. Just so everyone yes. knows. Both are bad. On Sunday, the German government announced a $65 billion euro package to help households and businesses meet their energy costs. Austria announced Wednesday that it would freeze electricity prices from December until June of 2024. Reuters reported that the plan would cost up to 4 billion euros, 4 billion dollars. Added together, Europe and the United Kingdom have so far promised to spend more than 500 billion dollars to subsidize bills. On Friday, EU energy ministers will hold an emergency meeting. On the table will be a price cap on Russian natural gas, breaking the link between the price of gas and electricity, and a mandatory target for countries to use less power in addition to other measures. Quote, We must cut Russia's revenues, which Putin uses to finance his, this atrocious war against Ukraine. That's from the EU Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, and they uh, told that to reporters. Now, as we've talked about before, we know that this is not going to hurt Putin in any way. No. And there's not the price caps don't work. No. And so they're just using the same old tactics that sound good to everyone that's going to cause way more problems down the road. And the problem is they're talking about fixing the price uh, of the energy, but they're not fixing the price of the energy. They're fixing what people are going to have to pay out of their pockets. The price is free to balloon up to whatever it wants, and well, then they're just going to borrow money to pay for it. And then and who has to pay for that? So it's the people. And why are we talking about this? Because we do the same dumb shit here in the U.S. And we've seen they were ahead of the curve on trying to fight the climate crisis. That's really why we have to talk about this stuff so much. Because they went out there first to try and virtue signal about trying to stop climate change, outsourcing their energy production to other company, uh, countries so it would look like they had lower energy consumption or production they could get the number one blue ribbon at the IP, get, ipcc meetings they get the gold the gold medal of reducing carbon emissions and and so they really left first on this they shut down nuclear we're talking just total eu shutting down nuclear coal natural gas all that stuff moving over the wind and solar and now we're seeing what happens after you do that. And especially if you decide that you're just going to get all of your natural gas from someone who uh, is an adversary. But luckily, Putin has a war, so they have something to blame. Exactly. It's not, it's so now just, it's, not the, it's not the policies. It's not the Green Deal. I think they had a European Green Deal or whatever they called it. It's not that. It's just Putin invading Ukraine. Other than that, everything was fine. Mm -hmm. Now, to take all of this... And then we're going to wrap it in a nice, neat little bow because this is what the media really, really likes to do. And they do it to you all the time. See, we've talked a lot about how when things fall apart and it's because the government ruined whatever the market was, they ruined whatever the economy was, they're never going to blame what any of their policies were. They'll always rewrite history. They'll always change whatever the history was and they'll blame someone else. 
And so it's not as if anyone's going to learn the lessons of this and say, oh, well, we should have done free markets or we shouldn't have been controlling all this stuff. That's not going to happen. And the New York Times is a really great example of that fact today. So I will read this to you and I'm going to preface it with, I shit you not, this is what they said in their article. Sorry. Sorry about it. The days of energy deregulation are over in Europe. From the New York Times, the days of energy deregulation are over. And the byline here, subtitle, that's a byline. As prices soar, Britain has joined other countries in tightening control of gas and electricity markets, reversing years of free market policies. <laughs> I'm going to read that one again also. And it's not going to be the last time I do this. As prices soar, Britain has joined other countries in tightening control of gas and electricity, reversing years of free market policies. The live group says, see what happens when the queen dies. <laughs> okay, after once it, we'll just keep going here. After decades of promoting a free market approach to the electricity and natural gas industries... European governments are taking back control of these vital functions. Record high energy prices, partly the result of Russia's throttling of gas supplies, are prompting lawmakers to discard economic orthodoxy and undo years of painstaking deregulation. God. <laughs> it's, oh. <clears throat> yeah. Just when I think it can't get worse. It's, it's, it's just going to get worse. Prime Minister Liz Truss, on her third day in office, announced a plan to, in effect, freeze energy bills for two years for consumers and six months for business. The intervention, with an estimated cost to the government, we already went through that, would prevent household energy bills from rising about 80% next month, potentially slowing the country's double-digit inflation rate. In recent years, Britain... Well, hang on a second. Yep. That's going to slow the country's double-digit inflation rate? It will conceal it right, for a, for a little bit. But it's not going to change anything because they're still borrowing the money to pay for it. No, because... So the money is still entering... New money is still entering the economy. Depending on how they calculate their inflation, if they calculate it based on what people are paying for energy, or if they calculate it on what the prices for the energy... Or if they calculate it based on what people are paying, then it will freeze the inflation for a little bit. Now they're going to borrow all the money to do that. And they're going to have to recoup that money somehow, which is still going to have inflation on the, uh, on the back end. So, yeah, in recent years, Britain has had a, deregula a regulated price cap on energy for households. Britain has had a regulated price cap on energy for households. Which that's is, one of those free market policies. Yeah, that's complete mm -hmm. deregulation. That's one of the deregulation. How do you know something is deregulated? It's because it's regulated. <laughs> so regulated equals deregulated. But there is growing po po political consensus that it's not up to dealing with the extremes of current markets where prices for natural gas and electricity have reached several times their norms. At the same time, the EU has proposed the cap on Russian gas prices. Because natural gas fire power plants usually set electric power prices, Brussels now wants to impose a tax on generators from non-gas sources like wind and nuclear. 
So to solve some of this problem, they're going to uh, tax people's uh, green energy sources also, whose operating costs are lower and use uh, and use that revenue to help people and companies struggling with energy costs. See, so you're going to tax the production of the thing that's super expensive to help give some of that money to people for their costs of paying for the thing that's too expensive and back and then give mm-hmm. money back to those mm-hmm. companies that you made costs more expensive for makes this, sense <laughs> yep france yeah, are, has everyone following along yeah this makes perfect sense right france has placed heavy controls on electricity prices for consumers despite soaring wholesale costs once again their controls on electricity prices for consumers they are only controlling the amount of money that a person has to pay. It's like capping the price of insulin at 35. doesn't mean that the vial isn't still 500 bucks or whatever. It just means you're going to pay 35. Someone else is paying the rest of it. And you're not actually doing anything to control the price. In fact, the more you remove it from the actual user of the product, the more likely it is to continue raising in price, especially if the person paying for it isn't all that great at dealing with uh, money because they didn't actually have to make the money. They just had to take the money. Mm -hmm. Some experts like Mr. Stern of the Oxford Institute for Energy Research worry that once Europe goes far enough down the interventionist road, it will be hard to return. He says, quote, there is a feeling that all of this is temporary, that once we solve the problem with Putin, it will go back to normal, but it won't. Once subsidies for consumers begin, they may be hard to end risking a strain on public finances, analysts say. All right, so we just read you two articles talking about what the UK is doing and detailing out how they're going to try and solve this problem. And this one specifically talked about how deregulation is the problem, and we tried the free market. It's not working, and it's time for the government to finally get involved in the energy market so we can solve the problem of high prices for energy. That's right. And that's literally what the New York Times is telling you. But Which what is did wrong, they... by the way. We're being sarcastic. Yeah. What did, um, what did neither one of those articles talk about the UK is also doing? Oh, they're releasing the fracking ban. Mm, okay. Yes. That's something, too. You see, talking about releasing a ban on fracking lifting a ban on fracking would not fit neatly into an article about how deregulation has caused this problem. You could, you couldn't mention lifting regulation. No. When you're trying to make the case that it's capitalism, that's the problem. It's the deregulation. It's the unfettered free market that has caused all of our problems. God, if it was an actual free market, energy would be so cheap. (laughs) Jesus Lord. It's true. Everybody would be so rich right now. Because energy would be so cheap. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I went through a pretty big shift a few years ago. My music career was winding down at a time that I didn't want it to. I had a lot of social anxiety. I just didn't really know where I was going or what I was doing or what I even wanted to do. And I started drinking a lot. I'll just be honest with you. I wasn't actually dealing with any of the problems in my life. Something come along, I just focus even more on whatever those problems were and I just make them go away real easy. And the issue was when I never actually took the time to solve the problem, to figure out what was really going on, guess what? They never went away. They were always there the next day. 
and it just got worse and worse. I finally went and talked to someone. You know, I went to therapy and they taught me some ways that I could actually solve those problems without drinking. Now, these days, I'm over four years sober. And whenever something comes along that makes me anxious or makes me upset, I don't just try to escape from it and I don't really dwell on it. I try to drill down and figure out what is it that I can do to actually solve this. So if any of these things are resonating with you, you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp, it really is a great option. Convenient, accessible, affordable, all online. You can do video calls. You do voice chat. You can just do text chat if you want to. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a quick survey, and you can switch therapists anytime you want. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today. To get 10% off your first month, that's betterhelp.com slash GML. So one thing here, I didn't actually bring the article in. I'll just tell you uh, real quick. UK Prime Minister ends national ban on fracking amid energy crisis. Uh, So uh, ended England's ban on fracking Thursday, opening the door to domestic shale gas production amid the European energy crisis. The return of fracking is just one piece of a larger energy and economic plan Trust is pursuing. Her administration also announced the freeze on all the other stuff. Now, this is a good thing, and it's likely going to uh, help. It won't be immediate help, but because we do trade a lot on future prices, um, the price of natural gas is down a lot right now. Of course, it started moving down before all of this was announced. I doubt anyone had any prior knowledge that they were going to do that. Um, But this is something that could help because they're going to increase the supply potentially years down the road, they'll be able to increase the supply. They also need to give people some guarantees that they're not just going to ban it a year after people start fracking again, because then you're not going to want to make the investments right. in the doing that. And it'll help oil costs and things like that as well. So so that's a good thing. But like I, like I said, I just had to mention that that was not mentioned in either one of those articles for what the UK is doing, because if if either the first article from CNN or this one from the New York Times mentions that one of the main things they're doing is lifting a ban on the, the way, the most efficient way to get natural gas, uh, then that could point out the fact that maybe this is a bit of a self-imposed problem that we're dealing with right now. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Are these people dumber than we thought? Or do they know exactly what they're doing? Or is it a combination? I think I think they know what they're I think they know what they're doing. Now, do you mean like the malicious intent behind it and all the problems gonna cause? Or like do you mean just like they don't care? I don't know which which part you mean. Is it more of like a selfish <clears throat> tendency? Like I try to think as like is there this giant conspiracy they're trying to bring, you know, the world down? Uh, likely not. But is it more so that they're dumb or they like they know what these policies are going to lead to because they're not dumb. But to them it's worth it for like re-election and I think you know, there's a mix. Sure they stay in power. I think there's a mix. I think there's some people that uh want to tear down everything that are pushing these and I think there's some people who are dumb enough to not see the cost that this is going to impose on everyone and you know there i can't are people say that who see the cost who <clears throat> who say it well it's going to benefit me so i'm a, that way i can stay in power yeah because it's not going to affect me or my family 
No, they'll be fine. And in fact, they could buy stock and the companies or whatever it's going to be, you know, they can see a lot of opportunity in that and uh, they get to look good and also make money in the process. And there's some people I think want to tear it down. And then there's people who think they're doing the right thing and literally just don't understand what's going to, that, that you can't just fiat, you can't just, you, you can't just force an entire economy into a new form of energy. It's just not going to work. We need decades for this to happen. Yeah, Maybe this is all part of it. Maybe they, they just know that this is part of it, and they're looking 30, 40 years down the road, and we'll be doing better then. Yeah. Maybe. Can try and say that. Probably um, not. Before you go into that next one, I just want to show all the deregulation that's been going on for a long time now uh, throughout, uh, throughout Europe. Uh, here's Germany, nuclear power p- plants. Uh, to close by 2022. This article is from all the way back in 2011. Uh, let's see, 2019 fracking halted. This is in the UK halted after government pulls the support uh, for it. Uh, here's from Scotland. They're extending their ban on fracking. This article is more than two years old. I don't know exactly when that was. And uh, then we get into this article, which has got some, which had a lot of stuff from Michael Schellenberger in it and everything from from Fox. But this is Fox business, so you know this is just coming from the straight right-wing conspiracy extremist MAGA Republicans. I know. Experts blame green energy policies for Europe's full-scale energy crisis, a warning to the U.S. Now, this is actually true, by the way. It is. Green energy policies in Europe designed to rapidly shift the continent away from fossil fuel dependence have contributed to soaring power prices in the region. However, electricity prices in Europe hit all-time highs months before the invasion. Oh, they, sorry, there was a paragraph mentioning Russia invading yeah. Ukraine again and that being the cause of it. All-time highs before the invasion. Now, we've talked about this several times that these types of policies are going to lead, and, and they some of them probably know it, they're going to lead to destruction. You have to look at something you're going to implement and, and, and ask yourself the question, what kind of effect is this going to have? We can't just be aiming at one goal because it's the... the it's too complicated, okay? And do the ends justify the means? Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, 1.2 billion people may have food insecurity this year. But, you know, God, we're green, and we're saving all of humanity. We're going to save a trillion people from dying in the future. If your goal is no carbon pollution from humans, there's a simple answer. It's just get rid of all the humans. Yeah. Just get rid of all the industry. And unfortunately, if you set your mind on one goal... That can be the goal you end up aiming for. If your goal is just to say, well, we're not going to have any more uh, fossil fuels. We're going to get rid of that. And then like, oh, look, I achieved my goal. Of course, like everyone's starving to death and freezing to death and everything behind you, but you achieved your goal. Mm. Good job. A Reuters analysis published in December concluded that lower than expected wind power generation, lower than expected, was a major factor sending prices higher and forcing suppliers to turn back to coal and natural gas. Over the last several years, EU policymakers have aggressively pushed for the retirement of traditional fossil fuel power plants and a large expansion of green energy alternatives, including wind and solar. The EU announced its so-called European Green Deal last year, outlining plans for the continent to massively reduce carbon emissions by investing more in renewables and limiting gas-powered vehicle purchases. That's all part of the deregulation thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Free market stuff. Unfettered capitalism. Mm -hmm. In Germany, the EU's largest economy, wind power alone accounted for the largest share of electricity production between 2019 and 2021. 
However, due to its uh, intermittent nature, heavy reliance on wind power has left the nation vulnerable when the wind produces less output than expected. Come on, God, blow the wind. <laughs> yeah, this next part, uh, let's see. I'm take that out. But All right. Sorry, thought I had that. Now, depending on Russia's actions, the winter, when natural gas demands, uh, demand peaks, could be even more painful for Europeans. For Europeans, it will be, by the way. According to an analysis from research firm Wood McKenzie published Thursday, high prices are expected to lower natural gas demand, and if Russia continues to halt flows via the key Nord Stream 1 pipeline, which they have now, total EU gas inventories could fall to just 26% by the end of winter. So the, just a few examples inside of that article about some of the deregulation that the New York Times was talking about, uh, of course, some of the free market problems we've had. And we all know that it's ridiculous, right? And what, and what bothers me about this is that this is what they do. Anytime you see the system fail, the system that they created and all the things that they were pushing for fail, they immediately turn and blame it on someone else immediately. And the, they do that because it works. It's a useful tactic because people fall for it, because they want to fall for it, because they have a, an emotional uh, bias, philosophical bias towards it. So they Gaslighting. don't want to believe that they were wrong. Yeah. And so when you say, oh, this is all the problem of the free market, you don't have to actually back it up. What, what, was the free, what did the free market have to do with literally any of this? Name one th one thing about it: the fact that when the the fact that when the uh, actual supplies dropped down, the prices went up. I guess that's a function of free market pricing. You know, mm -hmm. that's supply and demand. But what if you're controlling the supply? You know, what well, if you're cutting down the supply? That's the invisible hand, Nate. <laughs> so that's, you're the invisible hand. Problem is, they can't see the hand from which the the decisions are made. Yeah. So that invisibility makes them feel invalidated. Well, let's, uh, let's shift gears here over to something going on in the U S I just saw this earlier from the Huffington post about uh, warden Warren Pocahontas, as they call her. God, I read this article. It was on, I've been going to MSN a lot because they bring together like every single news organization and give you stories. And I appreciate the fact that they'll have the Huffington post next to a Fox news piece next to a Reason Magazine piece, you know. So, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool place to go find some news. Uh, so I saw um, I saw this on there. And you guys remember that PRO Act thing? Remember the PRO mm. Act, the union, the whole union California. thing that's going on? Yeah. Um, so she's still pushing for this. Um, I was talking about Elizabeth Warren, though, first, before we get into it. There was a, an article that said the 50 worst things the 50 like most terrible things that Donald Trump did as president. And it just counted down like the worst things that he did. And I'm not kidding. I'm not, it's no joke. I'm not joking. Inside of this list, they talked about him calling <clears throat> Mexicans, rapists and murderers. They talked about him. They literally lined out at a protest in Charlottesville. There were white nationalist Nazis. And then there were people who were, who were, um, pro I don't remember how they laid it out, but basically they said to find people on both sides thing. They laid out the two groups of people that were there and said they're fine people on both sides. So they put that in there. They had every single ridiculous thing. They even had Russiagate in there in this article. It was ridiculous. I wanted to bring it in and talk about it today, but I just, I can't sometimes. That's, that's too far. 
They can't take those people seriously, whoever they are. Okay. And then not only to write that list, but then to publish it and believe it. I know. It's just, there's no. I read it because it's a list of what all of your just run of the mill lefties, like, it's the list that they have in their mind, the reasons that they hate Trump so much. And we've been asking over the last couple of weeks, like, what is it? I get it that he's narcissistic and annoying and he's childish and, you know, he's not very political all that stuff, but like, really, what is it that you hate so much about the guy? And I read through the list, and honestly, that's, it was all those reasons. Oh, I know most it of is. them were fake. I know what it is. <clears throat> what he was the era of deregulation. He regulated everything, which caused all these problems. Mm-hmm. He probably caused COVID through his deregulation tactics. Well, they're very upset about him adding to the national debt, but because he uh, cut taxes on people, yeah. and they're very concerned about especially the, the rich debt. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Elizabeth Warren proposes bill to ban right-to-work laws from Huffington Post. Pocahontas plans to reintroduce a bill on Thursday that would that was one of the things on the list. That's why I thought about that was him calling her Pocahontas. Yeah. He said the art the article said that he was making fun of her Native American ancestry. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <clears throat> plans to reintroduce a bill on Thursday that would ban anti-union right-to-work laws that are now on the books in a majority of states. Now, right-to-work laws where I know that there are some anti-union things, but, you know, you could get fired at your job. Like, if they want to fire you, like, if you want to fire someone, Mm. and they just fire you, that's an anti-union thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it is. Such laws forbid employers and unions from entering into agreements stipulating that every worker covered by the contract pay fees to the union. So... There are places where there's a unionized business. You don't have to join the union or pay fees to it. Tennessee's one of them. What they're upset about is that you still benefit from the union being there at that business. And so that's what they're really upset about. And I just wonder if they also extend all that anger towards people who don't pay taxes, but they still benefit from all the things that our tax money pays for all the time. I'm assuming they do. Warren and other Democrats have railed against the provisions for years, but that hasn't stopped the laws from proliferating in Republican-led states hostile to organized labor. 27 states have now put right-to-work laws in place, with Kentucky being the most recent in 2017. Warren said, Republicans and their corporate interest backers have imposed state laws with only one goal, destroy unions and discourage workers from organizing for higher wages, fair benefits, and safer working conditions. That's what they've done. Now, she's not backed by unions, though, right? No, probably not. She just wants to do what's fair. I know. What about this? And we just always, that's all, Mm -hmm. that's all people like us do. The Massachusetts senators rounded up 18 co-sponsors, including people like BS Bernie Sanders for what she's calling the Nationwide Right to Unionize Act. You, You know that you have a right to force a union upon someone else's business. Close it down. Close the business. Democrats have included the ban on right-to-work laws in their massive proposal. This is the PRO Act. The bill will also significantly ramp up penalties against employers for illegal union busting to make it easier for workers to secure a first collective bargaining agreement, among other significant legal challenges. Close the business. Do it. Close it. Who has fashioned himself the most pro-union president in history, has endorsed the PRO Act, and he says we should change the federal law so that there is no right to work allowed anywhere in the country. 
Biden told a Teamsters conference in 2020, ending with, for real, not a joke. I'm not joking. It's actually in the, it's actually, yeah, not joking. Anyway, Come on, man. the PRO Act, if it ever goes through, would be one of the worst bills to ever go through uh, the U.S. government. And I'm assuming now this bill isn't going to go through either, but she promised her her backers that she would try to push something through. And so she's going to try it and just see how many votes there are and people to put their names on it. This entire idea that you should be able to force your employer to accept a union at the business and make it illegal for you to try and stop that from happening. And then the PRO Act gets rid of independent contractors also, like gone, got to be employees. I mean, it's one of the most terrible ideas that are sitting out there in Washington right now. It's much easier to collect taxes from employees. Yeah. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I've done. Call the only precious metals dealers I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 866-709-3080. That's 866-709-3080. Or text GML for Good Morning Liberty to 998-899. That's GML to 998-899. Or call 866-709-3080. Zero or text GML to 998-899, and there's a link in the show notes. Yeah. I hope, and I'm going to just stick with yesterday, I just hope that businesses just start closing their doors, and then who are you going to demand wages from? Who? If they're not there, who are you demanding wages from? I don't know. So insane. It's insane. So we said that Nina Turner wasn't going to be on Dumb Leap of the Week this week. We did? I said that last week. Yeah. Okay. She's removed. So we'll talk about her today real quick. <laughs> you it's had not a done. nice little uh, exchange with I Nina looked Turner. at the notifications and it said that Nina Turner had replied. And so we had a little back and forth. She did a pretty good job steering the conversation away from the point. Uh, but I tried to get her back. And when I tried to reel her back into the point, uh, that's when she stopped responding. So imagine that. Yeah, so I'll just tell you the the interaction I had, and I wanted to, I guess, just clarify a couple ideas here. She said, Dr. Roz says uninsured people don't have the right to health. Don't have the right to health. I mean, probably meant health care. You don't have a right to, to that. So I responded saying, unlike you, I don't believe I have the right to demand another human being perform a task for my own benefit. There used to be a word for that belief, Right. Slavery. Slavery. That's what it used to be called, yeah. And uh, she said, why would a doctor have a problem performing the service they provide for compensation? Now, about 80 times a day, she tweets about how we're going to have free stuff. 
All right, so I'll tell you why I went this direction. She's talking about a right to it. When you have a right to it, that means that you don't have to pay for it. And someone else is going to have to pay for it. So you got a right to something. You're not going to have to worry about the payment. So I said, how do they receive compensation if it's free? She said, the same way police, firefighters, and our military personnel do. Now I said, how do they receive it if it's free? She said, the same way police, firefighters, and military personnel do. So I said, so we have free police, firefighters, and the military is free too? I had to add this in. One of her people responded with, when was the last time you had a bill for a war? <laughs> These people act like if they don't see it happening. We never had to pay a bill for a war, no. Charlie. No. King Charles. They didn't send us receipts. No. Wars are free. What are you talking about? It doesn't say on your airline ticket that you have a 9-11 protection fee Jeez. on there that they list out. She said, did the police or fire ask for a form of payment? For services rendered before responding, do these workers choose to go into these professions or are they forced into these jobs without compensation? I said, no, those institutions have their payment forcefully removed from our paychecks and then, aside from firefighters, proceed to abuse their positions of power in return. I never knew you were such a strong supporter of our policing and military apparatuses. She <laughs> <laughs> didn't respond to that part. And then um, that's basically where she stopped. Uh, I basically made the point that I don't have a right to a service provided by another person. I only have a right to firefighters because I was forced to pay for them. So I was talking to Lacey about this last night. But also the Supreme Court says they're not obligated. They're not obligated, I guess. I don't know about firefighters. I don't know what the rules are on that. It's all first responder kind of rules. Do you think they get in trouble if they're 30 minutes late to a fire? <laughs> no. Like, I guess Is not. there any repercussions there? I don't know what the rules and there's, are, okay, honestly. Listen, there's plenty of good firefighters. Well, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying that, that those people aren't heroes. And, and she focused on firefighters because who the hell's got a problem with a firefighter? Yeah. Anyone? No one. No. They fight fires. They're sexy. You know, <laughs> they're in magazines and stuff. It's a fantasy. Everybody and, loves firefighters. And I even, my, my dad was, I responded to this with someone else. My dad was a fire chief of our volunteer fire department for several years. I don't know how many years it was. I used to go to fires with him. Did he do a calendar spread too? <laughs> he probably did, yeah. Probably chief, did. Chief Thurston? We just did a lot of chili suppers. That's how we, they raised money. And then they ran like a concession stand out at the fair and stuff like that. And that's how they raise money to keep stuff going. Now, that might not be practical, in New York City, I get it. But the point is, I was talking to Lacey about this last night. The answer is no, I don't have a right to firefighters, police, or mil. I can't, I don't have a right that if my house is on fire, I can pluck someone out and tell them they have to come put water on my house because I have a right to it. I only have a right to it because I have money forcefully taken from me and I prepaid in advance for a service for them to provide at the time that I needed them. That's, whether whether or not your house ever catches yeah, on fire. That's why I had a right to it, because I've already paid them. So yes, in the same way that if I paid McDonald's for a sandwich, I've got a right to that sandwich now, or they got to give me the money back. But I don't just have a right to someone to come and do that. And so anyway, that you know, it kind of all went off the rails. And I said we, agreed to, we can agree to disagree on the philosophy, but I won't agree that any health care can be free as you often say, you pointed out that my tax dollars pay for services. That's why you don't call them free. Why use free for health care other than trying to win votes? And I had, uh, there was another response somewhere in there that I didn't catch, but I'd said, why don't you say that we have free police? 
or that we have free firefighters or we have a free military. And it's also funny. She points out those people. She probably hates the police and rails on military funding all the time. And also like, yeah, we should do stuff like we do police and military. You got to throw in firefighters because then there's that backstop of who the hell doesn't like firefighters, Mm -hmm. you know? Surprised she didn't say roads. She didn't say anything about roads. Because the roads are free. No. Except for the toll ones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We had to pay some of those this weekend. So my point to everyone is I don't have a right to anyone else's service. I have a right to the local fire station because I've already paid them to put out a fire at my house. That's never happened. And so if there is a fire at my house that happens, then yeah, I expect them to come do it. But if I didn't, if I wasn't forced to prepay them for that, I don't have a right for a dude or a chick or a they or whatever to load up a truck and bring some water out there and risk their life for my fire. I don't have a right to that. No. Do you think you do, Charlie? No, not at all. I don't understand thinking I have a right to a task or service or product that someone else has to provide to me. I do. I cannot make that connection. Well, it just is Nate. (laughs) Other than the fact that I already paid for it, but I was forced to pay for it. Well, what happens is I think the delusion comes in where a lot of people think that these things just are. And so once it's been established for this, (laughs) once it's been established for this amount of time, People just assume like it just is the like people. Of course, people are going to fight fires. It's okay for me to have those expectations of them. And because it's okay for me to have those expectations of them, well, then by default, I have a right to it. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a right because you already paid them. Yeah. That, that's why. Take, that's because you lost the right to your money. I want, I want the men to think about this or some women for that matter. <laughs> what do you have a right to have sex with your wife because she <laughs> married you? Why did I think you were going to go there? It, do you have a right to it? I'm not like, sure it's the best analogy I've ever heard, but let's go with it. I just, I'm just saying. Yeah. In a marriage, do you have a right? You know, she signed a contract. <laughs> it's a contract. I don't think there was sex in the contract, though. Right. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like, do you I mean, have... Maybe in old days. The answer is no. Okay. You don't the have a right. No. Sorry. There's no, no right. You don't because have Because otherwise it. you're forcing someone else. According to principle, you're forcing someone else to do something they don't want to do. Now, I got other responses from people saying, it's not like, he's like, hey, my guy, it's not like they're going to chain up a bunch of doctors and force them to provide any services for you. They're going to get paid for their services. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to get paid by enslaving other people to take their money. And I know that they don't think about that as being enslaved and it sounds hyperbolic, but um, what happens if you don't pay them the money? I feel like a cage is pretty Galdern good analogy for slavery, in my opinion. Well, back in the day, we everybody had a right to free cotton. <laughs> I mean, those people got paid. They didn't just like. But you did. You did have a right to the labor of that person. Yeah. You had a right to cotton. All right. It's true. It's not true. You didn't have a right to it. No one ever did. You can't have a right to something that someone else has to provide. But what they don't draw the connection to is, yeah, we're still going to pay them. They're not going to be enslaved. What do you call it when you force me to work for no money for the first three months out of the year? I feel like me working every single day for no money so I can pay for someone else's health care 
or for someone else's house on fire or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know what you call being forced to hand over any of the fruits of your labor against your will under threat of imprisonment or death. Let's just call it that. Well, that's all one word. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, they used to call that slavery. No, 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 no. We can't do that. No. That's not, not what it same. is. Only black people were slaves. <laughs> that's it. That's that's why we can't use the same term. Yeah. All right, let's go home if uh, you're ready. F- forceful in, indentured servitude. Mm-hmm. That's what it would be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's different. Much different. Because firefighters are nice people. Yeah. Nice guys. So police and mil- police and military too. I mean, I don't. I guess most of them. I'm not hating on the people that are police or military or anything. It is interesting that Nina would use that as an example. We should go back and find her George Floyd tweets. Oh, yeah. Go back to 2020. How many times has she said defund the police? Yeah. I just wonder why she doesn't say that we need to stop providing free policing to everyone. You know? She wouldn't. But she said free health care. And then she admits that they're both paid for out of your tax money. Why do you get to put the word free in front of one of them? I don't understand that. And it's only because you're trying to win votes. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, if y'all have the answers, then you should share the show with a friend, a family member, a foe, and then have those people email me, Nate at goodmorningliberty.us. Email me. I always answer. Mm -hmm. Nate at goodmorningliberty.us. And sign up for the live show. Join gmail.com. Go to natescrashcourse.com. Promo code crashcourse40. Promo code crashcourse40. 40% off ends at the end of next week. The end of next week. Yes. So you have a week and a few days. Friday of next week, 40% off is gone. There so, will still be a slight discount, but it will decrease throughout the remainder of the year. Mm. Nate'sCrashCourse.com. Go check it out to figure out what's going on in the stock market. Go to GodHatesFeds.com. That's the place where you can go to grab your uh, GML merch, including Joe Biden puzzles and uh, God Hates Feds t-shirts, which is... Uh, which they're genius. Just go check them out. We sold a couple think. from the uh, Nina Turner thing, by the way. Well, there we go. Had a couple orders come in. So Nina, thanks, old, Nina. Old Nina Turner. Yep. Probably gained some followers. That's nice. <laughs> and uh, if you if you all do all those things, then we'll be back again tomorrow for some dumb bleep of the mother trucking week. We also have an interview scheduled tomorrow. Not sure when that's going to release. Um, but yeah, lots of cool things coming up. So y'all do all that. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Clap for that, you stupid bastard.